listening to the Bible 126 show. If you think it's impossible, for you it is. It is impossible. Because you believe in your heart it's impossible. For you, yes, it is impossible. If you think with a I can't do it attitude, guess what? You're right. Eckhart Tolle once said, the primary cause of unhappiness is never the situation, but your thoughts about it. Whether you stay lost or find that path is a choice. If you beat yourself down or lift yourself up, it is a choice. And that choice starts in your own mind. Your reality is not what has happened, but how you frame what has happened. Change your thoughts and you will change your life. See, it's easy to be on the bottom. It doesn't take any effort to be a loser. Doesn't take any motivation, any drive in order to stay down there on a low level. But it calls on everything in you, ladies and gentlemen. You have to harness your will to say, I'm going to challenge myself. I'm letting you know right now that you are a possible individual. You are a possible being. You are a possible reality. And this is the time for you to recognize that. Don't stop now. Don't give up on now. Find the way that you are recognizing within yourself and build on it. You better grind because if you don't, you'll be stuck at that adversity for the rest of your life. Whatever it is, you'll be stuck there. Why don't I get something for it? You ain't got to have the best hand in life. You ain't got to start with the two-parent background. You ain't got to start with wealth. You ain't got to start with your parents graduated. It's not the hand that you dealt. It's how you play your hand. How many times have you said you couldn't do it? How many times did you say that you didn't have the strength? How many times? How many more times? When is enough going to be enough? When are you going to rise up and realize your true potential? When are you going to commit to your real truth? Because your words matter. I get people out of my life that aren't good for me. One negative stroke is 16 times more powerful than a positive stroke. And if you have people around you who are not sensitive to who you are, and the people that can hurt you the most, ladies and gentlemen, are the people that you love. That you love. They're the ones that you're vulnerable to. They're the ones that can get to you. And if they're insensitive, I don't care who they are. See, if you don't draw the line with people, if you just let them run rampant in your life, and you let things happen to you that you don't feel good about, if you continue to allow it to happen, you won't feel good about yourself. Your image of yourself will erode. So you've got to draw the line in the conditions that you find yourself in. Here's a jarring question. Why are known hells preferable to strange heavens? Why would people live in a known hell? 
How do people just go to a job where they're miserable day in and day out? Why do people stay together and they're miserable, sleeping in separate rooms or arguing or the only thing they have in common is paying the bill? Don't talk, don't communicate, don't share anything together. Day in and day out, as short and unpredictable that life is, being mean to each other. Why do people do that? Known hells are preferable to strange heavens because it's familiar. See, life is rough, ladies and gentlemen. It's rough and it's scary. It's scary growing. It's scary taking a chance. It's scary acting on your intuition, on your guts. It's scary. It's frightening. There are people that are tolerating things right now and they're immobilized by fear. They can see the hammer coming and they're afraid to even move because it's scary. Federal White said something. To go against the dominant thinking of your family, friends, and those people you associate with every day is perhaps the most difficult act of courage you will ever perform. See, when you start growing, when you start changing the way you walk, the way you talk, the way you act, the way you respond to things, the way you use your time, when you start saying no, I can't do that. Why? You, you're too busy. You don't have the time. No, I have my own agenda. I've got something that I'm doing. Not lying to try and get out of it. Just say, no, I'm busy doing something that I want to do. Or I don't want to do that. And I'm not going to do it. Now, there's two things that you have to know if you really want to live your dream. You have to know where you are. You have to know where you're going. And you got to move in that direction. Now, there's... Why are there so many people stuck? Think. If we think about this, it's so simple. Why are so many people stuck? You'll find people right here in this room that are stuck. Well, there's a couple of answers to that. One, you'd say they uh, don't have a goal. And I don't necessarily think that would be the right one because even though they may not be too articulate with it, they might not have it written on a card that they carry in their pocket, they probably can tell you something they want. They maybe haven't really refined it or written it out, but they're, they're talking about something they want. They would have a goal. It's just not very sophisticated. I think the problem lies down here. This problem right here is where you are. Most people don't know where they are. See if you can relate to this. When I was a kid, my mother would say, why'd you do that? And I'd say, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? You know better. I know, but why'd you do it? I don't know. School teachers, but why'd you do that? I don't know. Well, you know better. I know. Why'd you do it? I don't know. I went in the Navy, every commanding officer, Proctor, yes, sir. Why'd you do that? I don't know, sir. Tell you talking about you don't know. You know better. I know. Why'd you do it? I don't know. Now I got married. My wife says, why are you doing that? I said, drop it right there. Now think, we're doing things we don't want to do. That's giving us results we don't want to get. And we don't know why we're doing it. Think about this. 
You already know how to do a lot better than you're doing. I know how to do a lot better than I'm doing. Our problem is not that we don't know. We do know. Our problem is in paradigm. You throw that back up, there you go. Look it, there's the problem right here. It's in paradigm. Now, I want you to ask yourself, don't ask anybody else, if someone asked you to explain exactly what a paradigm is, how well do you think you'd do? Most people wouldn't do very well. If you went and looked up, we know it's to do with the mind, if you went and looked it up in, I don't know, some kind of a book on psychology or behavioral science, psychiatry, you'd get an answer that you probably wouldn't even understand. A paradigm is what's in control of our life to a very large degree. And it's the paradigm that had me doing things I didn't want to do, even though I knew how to do better. My mother didn't know what was wrong. My teachers didn't know what was wrong. And the commanding officers I had in the Navy, they did not know why. They would say, Proctor, why'd you do that? I don't know, sir. Well, well you know better. They didn't know that there was a paradigm in control of me. I didn't know it. And so I got in trouble for doing something I knew better, but I did it anyway. Everybody in this room that's been into the company for any, even a short length of time, you already know how to do better than you're doing. That is not our problem. My income went from 4,000 to 175 almost overnight. It wasn't that I didn't know how, I did know how I wasn't doing what I knew. That's the problem that keep people stuck.